Lent is the 40 days not including Sundays from Ash Wednesday to the Saturday before Easter. It's described as a time of reflection that prepares our hearts and minds as we focus on the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And as I thought about this time, as I thought about taking us from here to there, from this moment to Easter, I wanted to do so with a sermon series that guides us through Lent, but also that begins to help us to navigate this next season of what does it mean to become the church that we're continuing to become. I've been leading a book study looking at a book by an author named Brian Zond. It's called When Everything's on Fire, and I highly suggest it. It's a great book. In that book, Brian is leading us on a journey of looking at our faith, of asking some hard questions, of asking us how to renovate rooms and spaces of our theological houses, and asking us the questions of if the understandings that we've held line up with the Jesus that we're following. Now, if we're being honest, I think we've all been in that place at some point in our lives. Faith is a process of discovering and of rediscovering Jesus as we grow and experience life. It's about realizing that we need to think deeper about parts of our faith and even question some of those things that we've held on to with tight fists. But that process can feel scary, but only if we're unsure of the foundation of our faith. So what is the foundation of our faith? And what do we believe about that foundation? Listen to the words of Jesus recorded in the book of Matthew as Jesus talks about faith. In Matthew 7, it says this, starting in verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Now, about a hundred miles to the south of where Jesus was when he spoke these words, in the city of Jerusalem, King Herod had overseen a renovation project to the temple. And it was a huge deal. The, the temple was the center of religion. On that spot today is another temple, and it's called the Dome of the Rock. It's called this because of a huge rock that it's built around, where at one time the Ark of the Covenant sat in what was known as the Holy of Holies. Now, it's important to understand this history because to see the meaning behind temples and places matters. It helps us to understand our own world, but it also gives us a deeper understanding of the meaning of Jesus. Because you see, at the same time that people were celebrating the renovation of the temple built on the rock, we see Jesus here talking about a different kind of rock. He talks about building your house upon this rock building your life upon a rock. And then he talks about how this rock is connected to the words that he's speaking, the teaching that he's giving. He says you can build your, your life upon this rock, you can build your life upon sand, or you can build your life upon a completely different rock, a rock that nobody had really thought of at that point. Jesus spoke of a different rock, a rock that defines our faith. 
And in Matthew 16, we see how he begins to define and take this to a different level. It says, When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. And still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked. Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. So Jesus says, who do you say I am? What are the things that you're saying about me? And as Simon Peter replies, he says, you're the Messiah. You, you're the son of the living God. Your salvation. And Jesus looks at him and says, yeah, upon that truth, upon that rock, upon what you say I am and what you say about me, that's upon what I build my church. And what Jesus is saying here is that the foundation upon which we build our faith matters. But it's easy to make that foundation about something other than Jesus. And if we look around our world, we see people who have made faith about power, who have made faith about control. Maybe they've made faith about a political agenda. For others, it's become what they believe about end times or a certain kind of worship experience or biblical literalism. And any approaches like this are at best flimsy and at worst destructive. And that goes back to why we started the church that we started. One of the dangers was, well, what if, what if we decide to make the foundation something other than Jesus? What if we say we want to build a certain kind of church, but we're going to build the church upon these things? And we looked around and we said, but we know exactly where that leads. People have built a church around a wrong foundation and it's created people to look at the church and say, well, the church is hypocritical then. Or the church is judgmental. Certain, certain foundations that people have created a church out of, the church then looks anti-science. Or it looks irrelevant. We said, but there's a different way to build the church. And that's to build it around what Jesus said the church is. Now, we're not the only people getting this right. Don't hear me on that. I'm not interested in creating something and having a negative view of everybody else, but saying I want to only have a positive view. I don't want to make any mistakes here. I want to make sure our foundation is built upon Jesus. Because if you build the foundation of a church upon Jesus, that is how you find grace. That is how you find mercy. That is how you find love. That is how you find community. That is how you find family. That is how you find life. The way toward a healthy faith, a generous faith, that lives out the grace, mercy, love, and justice of God is one that is centered on Jesus. That is why our mission says, exploring the way of Jesus. The Apostle Paul said these words in 1 Corinthians 3, 10-11, By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. 
but each one should build with care. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Christ Jesus. So over these next few weeks, as we head towards Easter, as we move from here to there in this incredible season called Lent, I want to talk about belief, but not just any beliefs. I want to talk about what we believe about Jesus. Jesus is the rock of our faith. And to articulate what we believe about Jesus helps us as we build our faith and build our church upon that foundation. In the book that I was talking about earlier, author Brian Zahn said this. He said, Without shared religion, we cannot build on the spiritual progress achieved by those who have gone before us. Without the wisdom of healthy religion, we can consign ourselves to theological ignorance and spiritual poverty. So what is that shared religion? Where do we go to find that starting point? So as we enter this season looking at our foundation, we're going to look at the ancient words of the Apostles' Creed. This is what the Apostles' Creed said. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic or universal church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now, some of you are perhaps very familiar with these words. But if the words of the Apostles' Creed are new to you, you're not alone. I didn't grow up with a tradition that talked very much about the creeds like this. However, as I started working on this series this week using these words of the Apostles' Creed, I've gotten really excited. It really came to me when I wrote these closing words of this sermon. The center of my faith is Jesus. The words of the creed aren't my faith, but they do help me articulate what I'm saying about Jesus. They are not my faith. They are the guide that helps me explore the author and perfecter of my faith, Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 12, 1 through 3, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame. It sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. As I reflect on these ancient words, these words that have been spoken by generations of followers of Jesus, from the very first couple of centuries following the death of Jesus. 
For literally hundreds, thousands of years, people have used these words to articulate what it is that they're saying about Jesus as they explored the way of Jesus. As they looked at the way of Jesus, and may we seek to have him more deeply in our lives in the same way. I don't know what the future holds for any of us. I I don't know what the future holds for our church as a community and as a family. But there's one thing that I can be certain of. I can be certain of that the foundation of my faith and of my life the foundation of our church and the mission and vision of that church, I could be certain that if we build that upon what we say about Jesus, then we'll be fine. If we build our foundation upon who Jesus is and exploring the way of Jesus, as Kurt sang earlier, the best days are yet to come. I'm really excited about the future. It's incredible to think what God has done for the past 10 years through our church. The way that we first gathered together in the first year, launched a brand new church, looking back and seeing all the things that happened, And then as we hit the pandemic and none of us could have ever possibly imagined what the last couple years would have looked like. And then to see how we live that out as a church community. And then to think that we take that with us into this next season, that we take with us where we were and how we've responded in these moments, as we look back on the faithfulness of God and how we served Him, how we love the people around us. And as we take that into these years ahead, focused on bringing life to those around us, I can't imagine what God is doing. And I want nothing more than to be here in this moment with you, my church family people I love. People I'm excited to see what the future holds for all of us. And we're going to have fun together. We're going to hang out together. We're going we're gonna to party together again. And we're going to worship together. And we're going to serve together. Man, I miss all of that. And I'm excited to see what happens as we move forward. But guys, as we do that, we have got to have our foundation as the way of Jesus. Let's pray together. God, as we enter this season, these 40 days of reflection, this time of Lent, Help us to spend these moments in reflection. 
Help us to spend these moments as a time that you move in our hearts. As we enter these moments in this time of reflection, help us to also be in a place of anticipation. Help us to anticipate as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus on Easter. But prepare our hearts as we do that to think about the meaning of that life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. And in that anticipation, as we think about the here to there, going from this moment to Easter, also help us to build the anticipation of this incredible season for our church community. Help us to think about it in this way, that as we go into these spring and summer months together, that we build upon where we've been and where we're going. We create a season and a a moment of anticipation as a church community. Help us to be thinking, God, what it is that you want to do through us as we reach our neighbors and our city, our community, our world. As we join our local and global impact partners making an impact and a difference here. God, continue to help us grow together. We love you and we thank you for this time. It's your name we pray. Amen.